0: Today's episode features an interview with Corey Dean of Maple Tree Publications. Corey is a writer, speaker, and publisher. She's described herself as a crazy homeschooling mama who loves being a part of the Charlotte Mason homeschooling scene in Canada. Welcome to Canada Homeschools, the dose of inspiration and encouragement for Canadian homeschoolers. Canada Homeschools features interviews with homeschool group organizers, resource suppliers, and conversations with everyday homeschoolers just like you, all from a Canadian perspective. I'm your host, Rowan Atkinson. I'd like to thank you for joining me. Now, let's get started.
1: <laughs> in 400 meters there yet in 100 meters
0: So welcome, Corey. Thanks for joining me today. How are you? I'm feeling great.
1: Thanks for inviting me here, Rowan. It's a treat to be able to connect with you this way.
0: You've been on my wish list for a long time.
1: And we connect like ever so briefly at conferences and now in all of these online events and um, just to be able to sit down and have a chat. It's nice.
0: It is nice. So thanks again. So today we want to talk about something that you're working on that will be really helpful to our listeners. And I think you have a couple of things, a plan to talk about today. Can you tell us about them?
1: Yeah, I'm excited. We are continuing to serve Canadian homeschoolers in the way that we have for many, many years here at Maple Tree Publications, but of course, doing it in a new and creative way. And so we are launching two things one is our annual newbie workshop now i've been doing newbie workshops for i would say probably 12 years now i just love this chance to connect with people to be able to hear their stories to hear their why why have you come to this point now Clearly, many of us have new reasons why that we've never tested before, and I know that many, many moms and dads are getting into homeschooling reluctantly or for short term, and. We just want to be supportive of families who are going to homeschool for three months or for six months or for a year or whatever it is that you need in your your home to feel like you are caring for your kids in the way that you best can. So um, if you're new to homeschooling, whether it's for a short time or for a long time, whether it's intentional or whether it's just reacting to our current times. We're going to be having the newbies uh, session. So we call it homeschooling for newbies. Been doing it for years. I've done this in my home and I've had, you know, 10 or 12 or five people come and just sit in my living room and we just chat back and forth, kind of answer sort of the top 10 questions that people would have. Or I've done these at conferences across the country where we will have, you know, 100 people or 150 people in a room and can chat about what are their concerns. Now, it's always nicer for me when I have half a dozen people in my living room and we can chat for a couple of hours than when I'm sitting at a conference and it's just me talking at you. So I actually think that this online format is going to be a really nice hybrid because we're going to take our time, spread it over several days and have several short videos and then have lots of Q&A time. And as many people as want to can join us. You can consume the videos on your own time because they'll just be launched at a certain time and then doing live Q&As and sort of that back and forth. And I've arranged some pretty cool guests that are going to come and Join us that I wouldn't be able to have all in my living room otherwise. So, um, some of the Canadian homeschooling experts that people are used to connecting with at conferences and so on are the people that are going to join me to give to lend their expertise and their um, strengths to helping
0: homeschoolers launch. So, that's the first thing we're doing. That sounds fantastic. I have one question for you. What would you say? Yes, ma'am. What would you say Mm. is the most common concern that comes up in these uh, sessions, in these considering homeschooling or new homeschooling Well, you know what? It used,
1: to, it used to be about socialization, right, Rowan? Yeah. <laughs> but I I really think that what I, what I am hearing most from people is, can I do it? I feel inadequate. I feel overwhelmed. I feel scared. I feel like I'm not going to get them into university. I'm not ready. I'm not able. I'm not prepared. And moms and dads, if I can do it, you guys can do it. Really, really, really. <laughs> That's um that's the bottom line. So if there's one takeaway, um, one big question that we tackle, it is, can I do it?
0: And I think having those concerns, fears, feelings really puts them in good company, doesn't it? Because I think we all feel like that, even if we've been homeschooling for a long time. And yet somehow it works out.
1: Right. Yeah. Rowan, I've said this over and over again, but I've talked to thousands of parents who are just starting off on this journey. And every single time I say, why are you doing this? What is, what's compelling you to want to try out this homeschool thing? And never, not once, has anybody say, said I've got this parenting thing pegged like I'm really good at it and I just want to take it to the next level. So homeschooling is not for perfect parents. We all go into this with fear and trepidation wondering whether we're all going to survive. I, I'm excited to be able to join people in their journey at that spot and to just be able to encourage them and to equip them and to make sure that they have the resources that they need. So it's, it's tons of fun. It's a really neat uh, experience the Homeschooling for Newbies workshop.
0: It's so helpful too because there is so much out there. It's all overwhelming. So I'm hoping that you'll be able to help them to prioritize and not get all bogged down in all of the millions of options that are out there.
1: Yes, yes. One of the key ideas that we really want to drive home is to cut the clutter, keep it simple, don't feel like you need all of the things. I have lots of curriculum and I'm happy to share and sell that to people, but that's not the point. Um, if we get bogged down in the curriculum, we're really, and in the schedule and in signing up for all of the things, then we're, we're losing the point. Keep it simple, for sure.
0: I totally agree with that. And also, we don't have to make up for a perceived lack of socialization by joining way too many extracurricular activities too, right?
1: Exactly. 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 And leaving our kids the time to socialize without that structure. It's good to have structured socialization um, by going to things like co-ops or gymnastics classes, but they just need the downtime to, they need the downtime to um, make connections and to visit with friends as they, as they see fit and to, to just pursue their passions and to have time to think and time to rest. And for sure.
0: That's great. So you had another thing that you were going to share with us. You can go ahead.
1: Yes. Okay. This is another thing I'm excited about because moms and dads, like, we're all struggling. And more and more, I'm finding moms and dads are working while homeschooling. Like 15 years ago, 20 years ago, homeschooling was done by moms who had the ability to stay home and not work a paid job. Um, But even if you do have that luxury we're all struggling with just staying home like we're missing summer camp and visits to grandmas for a week and going to the zoo and doing all of those things that get us out of the house and around people for some for the summer and we're missing that equally here at our house both family camp and kids overnight camps and um, visits to friends and all those things that we wanted to do um, we are not uh, summer schoolers um, by the time uh, summer comes around we're we're ready to be done for a while. And well, we'll still read some books and stuff like that, we spend so much time outside and away from the house and camping that there's no planned school activities for us. So that's our paradigm in our home. And I know a lot of other people feel that as well. And so I have been struggling with working nearly full time in this store, helping new homeschoolers and helping the homeschoolers that we've been supporting for years and years. And um, my older kids are working on courses and taking care of their own work and um, different things. But my younger one has just been struggling with too much screen time and too many video games and just being cranky because she's sitting around too much. And we needed to change that. And I challenged this child, and she's 11. She rose to the challenge. I said, honey, You've got to do something, and you've got to do something that's worthwhile. And you know what, Rowan? I was really impressed with what she came up with. We talked about how she needed to have something to do, something to think about, something to love, something worthwhile to spend her time on so that she could feel productive so that she could get better in touch with God and his creation and people and um, all of those things that we value in our homeschool while I'm not formally schooling her through these summer months. And she came up with this idea and that is a summer fun bingo. And she really ran with it. She created a bingo sheet and it's got all kinds of fun activities that are worth doing that she can do somewhat independently, that are geared so that little ones can do them somewhat independently. And some of the activities around them are family activities, some of them are individual activities, some of them are quick one-offs, some of them are something that would take a long time and a lot of dedication, but they're creative ideas to help our kids to do something worthwhile, to continue to learn and to do and to create good habits and to do something positive with their time during these times when we're stuck at home and um, missing out on our usual activities and perhaps also when mom and dad are busy with so many other things. So we created a Summer Fun Bingo and we've uh, launched it as a challenge. You can sign up for that starting today and next Friday. Uh, what would that be? I think July the 3rd, we will be sending out the first challenge card and we'll just send out a bingo card once a week and people can share their bingo wins and we'll be drawing prizes once every week. And I'm kind of excited about it. Um, She's been really excited about contributing to this and thinking of her littler friends and her peers and how they can enjoy this together as a challenge in a way to spend their summer and really enjoy it in a new and positive way.
0: That sounds fantastic. And it's really neat how it started out as one child finding some things to do that are productive or not on screens necessarily. And now it's turned into something for everyone.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So there's all kinds of neat ideas that she has on here. And I really hope that she'll be able to connect with lots of other homeschooled kids or just um, kids that are home for the summer Um, across Canada as we share this with our customers we share this on our Facebook page and so on and it's going to be I think it's going to be a great way to spend our summer we're really looking forward to it so I will be launching that on our Facebook page later today and with our uh, on our email list and if people want to connect that way then they can find out about this Um, can I share that Rowan is that okay yes
0: please give us your website and your Facebook name for this so that they can find it.
1: So if people want to um, sign up for that, they can sign up today, starting um, right now. We're going to have sign up both on our, I, well, actually, you'll be able to access it today on our Facebook page. So our Facebook page is Canadian Homeschooling Under the Maple Tree. We will also put information about that on the website. It might not be up today. So. Canadian homeschooling under the maple tree, sign up for our challenge, looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be fabulous, a great way to uh, challenge kids probably about age six to 11, the ones that are gonna need more engagement and um, can do many of these activities, so.
0: That's great. We'll put a link to to your Facebook page in the show notes for this episode as well. And I understand that if people cannot necessarily start it this week, they can still pick up whatever week that they hear about it and can get started. Yeah,
1: true. Or sure, they can join in any week at all. And Ron, I'll give you the link specifically to the challenge too, because that that page they can uh, people can enter their email address and their name and then they'll receive the challenge pages by a pdf
0: by email each week excellent we'll link that in the show notes after a quick word from our sponsor stay tuned as cory shares her worst homeschool moments with us
1: the canada homeschools podcast is brought to you by headphone history your complete canadian elementary history curriculum Headphone History comes with audio lessons, stories, and legends, and a reproducible workbook designed for the whole family. Go to headphonehistory.com. It's important for us to learn our history.
0: Okay, so now we're coming to the part of the podcast where I ask you a few questions, and it's called the homestretch. I was going to ask you about your summer, but you already kind of told us about that, so we're just going to go right to what has been your worst homeschool moment?
1: Ah, (laughs) well, I had to think about this for a minute. I'm glad you gave me a minute to, to, or or gave me a little heads up. Like we all have those moments and those moments when um, I'm just clearly parenting badly (laughs) and um, where I need to uh, step back and care for my children better and not be the screaming mom or the frustrated mom. But in terms of homeschool, one thing did jump out at me. And that would be an experience at the beer store. <laughs> um, and um, you can laugh about that with me. I don't have a lot of experience going to a beer store. But my kids had decided one year that they were going to save money to send to Samaritan's Purse to raise. Um, you know, at Christmas time, they, they have a catalog and you can, you know, buy items that are go to people in need overseas in 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 areas of need and so they had decided that for Christmas that year they wanted to save up as much as they could so they started collecting beer cans and uh, wine bottles and all those kinds of things and so we'd found ourselves in the beer store me and my children in the beer store (laughs) and um, this was clearly not a normal experience for us And so we were trying to figure out how we redeem these bottles and cans and everything. And we came up to the counter with all these boxes. And the first thing that this manager said was, well, why aren't you in school? Of course, (laughs) we explained that they're homeschooled. And he says, oh, well, how much do I owe you then? Calculate it. And I just, I was, my kids were really put on the spot because we didn't know what these cans were worth and we didn't know how he was calculating these things. And he said, you know, these ones are worth 10 cents and these ones are worth 15 or whatever it was. And I, he started prompting them to make these calculations. And I think that was my worst homeschooling moment, because at that moment, what I wanted to do was slap this man. (laughs) But what I did do was I said, okay, guys, calculate it, calculate it. And they were put on the spot and they had no idea what to say. And it was numbers they could have calculated, but we were all kind of stunned that the beer store manager was testing my children. And I didn't defend them. And that I think was my worst homeschool moment was realizing that um, people can push me around. And I've done this homeschooling thing for the best of my kids. And if I could go back to the that moment, I, I would have to tell myself, he doesn't know what's best for my kids and he doesn't know what they're good at and he doesn't know why we're here and he doesn't know all of those things and yet i let him push them into a position where they thought they were inadequate the beer store manager
0: thank you so much for sharing that
1: too often as homeschooling moms we take the opinions of people who have no qualifications to give them to us and that was my worst homeschooling moment
0: Thanks for sharing. I know it's a tough question and I appreciate you being so vulnerable. Um, I'm, I'm actually simmering mad at that manager right now as you tell me that. It'll take me a second to, <laughs> to process that one, but I'm but sure. But You know not- what?
1: It, it made me mad and I came away really mad. What What right does he have to do? Like, does he test every child that helps their mom to carry in the beer bottles to raise money for what so no he doesn't. But but really he was naive. He didn't know any better. He had no experience with um with homeschoolers clearly. Um, but I did. And I could have reacted differently to defend my children, to show them that they didn't need to be tested by the beer store manager
0: so it's okay we learn we do we (laughs) learn exactly what has Mm -hmm. been your best homeschool moment and i think it's hard to narrow it down to just one but we'll try
1: yes we do have many highs and lows i really uh one moment (sighs) I just changed my mind. My best moment is dinner time and it's not every dinner time by far. There's been many dinner times, especially when the kids were little and there was just a lot of learning how to sit at the table and not throw things at your sister or dump your yogurt over the edge. But as the years have gone by, I've always said that our, our biggest asset to our homeschool is our dinner table talks, the chance to unpack ideas together because we've shared experiences and to um, narrate the episodes of our life and narrate both what we've learned and, and what we've experienced. And, you know, when my kids become teenagers, they're interpersonal issues. When they, you know, they say, this friend did this and I didn't know how to react. And we can talk through those kinds of things together. Those are our best moments. Um, it, it, I thought that it was in the milestones. And I thought that it was, um, and, uh, and that's what I was going to tell you, was just those milestones. Not you know, when people say you're successful because you've reached this pinnacle, but the milestones are important and um, they aren't success, but they're milestones. But I think that one of our greatest successes really is just in being able to connect as a family regularly and deeply. That's been, that's been our best moment.
0: You're so right. Milestones do come and go, but it's those connections that last if we have Mm -hmm. the blessing of having them and homeschooling Mm -hmm. can facilitate us having those and dinner table conversations. If you could go Mm -hmm. back and do things differently other than your worst homeschool moment, of course, what (laughs) would you change in your homeschool? Rowan,
1: I think that most people who know me, who've come by the house here, who've been involved in our smaller homeschool circles know that we're pretty relaxed like we follow a rigorous schedule we follow our our curricula but i would say i need to we've also been fairly relaxed i know that we're not the most academic family but if i could change things i would relax more i would not worry as much about covering the bases and and that's never really been what we were as a family but when i think back i think We could have just read together more. And how could we have done that? What we could have cut out was that need to make sure that we checked off the boxes. Um, And I'm not a check off all the boxes kind of a mom. But to give my kids a little more breathing space and to relax more. And to just read, to hike, to experience, to discuss, um, and worry less about checking the boxes, for sure. It's been a good journey. I, I, but we could definitely improve on it that way.
0: I would do the same thing, actually. I would answer that question the same way. Mm. This, this is a terribly unfair question for you because you are a resource mm. supplier. What is one mm. resource you would recommend and why?
1: Uh, well, you know, Rowan, I'm going to be um, biased about this one <laughs> because I do both resell resources, but I also publish them. And what I publish is nearest and dearest to my heart. Now I run this little store here and we have hundreds of titles, but what we focus on is a Charlotte Mason style of education. And we, we focus on a Charlotte Mason style of education because I think that an education is much more than just the academia. And Um, Charlotte Mason taught us that education is an atmosphere, it is a discipline, and it is a life. And because of that, we can get all caught up in The choice of our curricula and forget some of the other really, really important things, like creating an atmosphere where um, we have a vibrant sense of learning, where we love to learn and where it's not dumbed down or made into kind of a kids' environment or a classroom environment, but where we learn from all of life and where we develop good habits. And so that's where my heart camps out is in developing good habits, building character into my kids, giving them the life skills that they need. And so my favorite resource i'm biased is working together which i created Um, and it is about teaching our kids to uh, learn to care for themselves their home and their family so that when they're adults they can care for themselves their home and their family it's about those life skills it's about character training and it's about imparting our our values in our kids in a structured way so working together teaches them in a way that, that helps to build a, rut- a routine and a structure in your home around developing those habits and just caring for your home. It's not about a, a hard schedule, but about developing routines so that we can focus on the learning of those good habits. So I would recommend working together. Again, I'm biased. I think that uh, everybody needs to work on those with kids and adults. <laughs>
0: That sounds fantastic. And I will also put a link to that on your website in the show notes if listeners want to check that out. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I know that you have a whole newbie workshop. So it's probably hard for you to answer this in one quick answer. But what advice would you give someone just starting homeschooling other than to check out your homeschooling for newbies seminar? (laughs)
1: Yes, Um, I I do hope that people will join us. But if there's one takeaway from it, it is to keep it simple. Um, I said earlier, you can do it. Yes, you can do it. But also keep it simple. If in doubt, don't start with just the most uh, basic things. Learn to read and read. If if you want to start subject-based learning, then those are your two subjects to start with learn to read and then read and um, read a, a variety of worthwhile books and you will have a very full homeschool curriculum.
0: So keep it simple. I agree with that advice. And if you could leave the listeners with a word of encouragement, what would you say?
1: I would say, as I have said throughout, if I can do it, you can do it. We are far from perfect parents. We are far from highly academic at our house and if we are, we're actually tomorrow graduating our second student and um, our oldest one graduated and went on to university. And if we can do it, if we can prepare these children to go on to their God-given callings, whether it's university or college or entrepreneurship or um, apprenticeships or the job world or to so many other things, then you can do it too.
0: Thank you for that. Well, I do look forward to having you on the podcast again to really dig into Charlotte Mason education with us. But for today, yes, yes, I look forward to that. (sighs) So I just want to thank you so much for joining us today and be sure everyone listening to check out the links and the websites and don't forget to participate in the bingo challenge. Thanks again, Corey.
1: Thanks for taking the time, Rowan. I really appreciate it. And I look
0: forward to chatting with you again soon. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. You can find helpful links and show notes for this episode at our website, canadahomeschools.com. Please share this podcast with your friends and leave a rating and positive review on your podcast provider. This will help others find their dose of inspiration and encouragement. Happy homeschooling, Canada.